This is Educate for Life with Kevin Conover on AM 1170, The Answer. Educate for Life, a look at current events from today's headlines and how they affect you. What you believe shapes your worldview and your ultimate destiny. Learn more now at educateforlife.com. Now, in studio, here is your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego, every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. You can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. And my website is educateforlife.org. I have two guests in the studio with me today who are both familiar with Hinduism and both from India. They both live and work here in San Diego. And uh, before I introduce them, though, I wanted to read a quick excerpt from an article I read recently. And this will kind of give a good intro to what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, This was an article I got from the Daily News. Uh, It it was an entertainment article. And uh, this was written a little bit a few years ago back. But it says, move over Coke and Pepsi. India develops cow urine soft drink. And it starts off by saying, holy cow, a new soft drink made with bovine urine is under development in India. And if that country's leading Hindu cultural group has its way, the beverage will be marketed as a healthy alternative to Coke and Pepsi. The soft drink called Gal Jal, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, that Sanskrit for cow water, is undergoing lab tests and could be launched very soon, maybe by the end of this year. Om Prakash, I'm probably butchering uh, the Indian uh, names here, but the head of India's cultural group actually made a statement saying, don't worry, it won't smell like urine and it will be tasty too. Uh, and this was uh, from uh, Hardwars where he uh, was speaking from. Hindus revere cows for their dairy products, and many also consume bovine feces, urine and drinks, and spice mixes for their health-giving properties. Porridge, toothpaste, and tonic drinks are some of the products that Indian health food companies add cow, feces, and urine to. Now, this is... This, if you're not familiar with India, this sounds crazy. And uh, I wanted to have a show today uh, with somebody who was more familiar with uh, the background of India and Hinduism. And uh, this is one of the questions we're going to be answering is what's so special about cows? It's a, if, if you know anything about Hinduism, you know that there is a special reverence for cows in India. And the question is why? And I think, you know, um, one of the for me, one of the greatest things to uh, getting a better grip on on truth and reality and what's going on is talking to people who know more than I do about these particular subjects. And uh, I wanted to start off. One of my guests today is Ananth. Ananth, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm happy to be here. Ananth, would you mind uh, pronouncing your last name for us? Yeah, the last name is Kandare. Kandare, okay. And uh, for our listeners, would you mind uh, just for, for saying your whole first name? Sure. My whole first name is Ananta Padmanabhan. Okay, that's awesome. I'm not going to try to attempt to say that, but uh, uh, that's fantastic. And our second guest is Johnny. And uh, Johnny, is that your... Uh, original your your name or is there yes it is it's uh something i get asked about all the time okay it is my original name okay now um are both of you guys from india that's right 
Yes. Okay. So you're both from India. And uh, Johnny, your last name is John. That's right. Okay. Johnny John. Okay. So um, Johnny is... Uh, follows the Christian worldview today and Anath follows the Hindu worldview today. And um, I thought it would just be interesting to have a polite discussion on the air. And uh, just for our, everybody listening, this is not a debate. We're not here to, we're not here to prove uh, somebody wrong or, or prove somebody we're right and, and they're wrong. Um, we're just here to have a, a nice discussion. So uh, that's what this is really about. And um, how long have you two guys known each other? About uh, 20 years now, I think. 20 years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Both of us are from Qualcomm and uh-huh. we work there and that's one of the benefits of uh, working for Qualcomm is we've been there for a while. That's yeah. great. That's great. <laughs> Except for maybe something's happening this year. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh, now, did you guys know each other in India also or you met here in in uh, San Diego? No, I met Johnny here in San Diego when I came to San Diego. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, very yeah. good. Now, how long ago did you move here from India? Uh, uh, I moved about 21 years back here. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And now, are you both programming? Uh, what, what, do you, what do you do there? So, uh, we're actually both in a group called the Systems Engineering Group. Okay, Systems so Engineering. So, we have done programming, but it's more of like design and uh, essentially trying to figure out a full end-to-end system solution for our products. Yeah. Okay, very good, very good. Okay, so what we're here to do today is to learn more about Hinduism, get a better grip on uh, what the worldview is, and then also kind of contrast it with Christianity. And so say, okay, this is how Hinduism is different from Christianity. This is maybe some of the similarities they have, and uh, just to get a better perspective. Uh, so I guess, Anath, we could start with you just explaining um, a little bit of your background and why today you're a Hindu. Why have you chosen to follow that worldview? Yeah. Sure. So for me personally, I think the reason why I feel like I am a Hindu today is primarily because of just the way I've been born and brought up, you know, being around my family members who yeah. have a certain, so they all follow uh, uh, Hinduism. Okay. Uh, so they've been Hindus. So I was born a Hindu. Uh, so whether I practice uh, Hindu or not, Hinduism or not, uh, I'm a Hindu. So that's the kind of belief that I've been uh, brought up in. Okay. And so... Uh, as a result, uh, you know, I you know I lived with my uh, grandparents. You know, they used to live in the same home as I did, and so uh, they 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 had practices of saying prayers, like you know, two times a day in the morning and evening. It kind of sounded nice to me, and I learned some of them uh, in the language of Sanskrit, which I really don't know the meaning of, but I, I repeat them. Sure, okay. uh, but that you know, so I've been uh, trained into sort of thinking about God at least a few minutes of the day. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, read some of the scriptures and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Now I, that's interesting that you say that. Cause I read, um, one of the articles I was reading actually said that, um, originally Hindu Indus, it comes from the Indus river Valley. And so it was actually more of a political, uh, kind of, this is where I'm from, uh, way, way back, you know, when it originally started, eventually it kind of evolved into a, um, a religious designation as well as well is that is that correct am i understanding that correctly yeah i th- i think so uh, um, uh, kevin but uh, for me personally though for me uh, my associating myself as uh, as a hindu yeah. i mean those moments of the day when i actually think about god and uh, and uh, religion and things like that which sure. which to be honest is not very very high but when i do that uh, it's more tied to uh, you know what i learned from my my parents and my grandparents more than some historical connection to many, many years back. I see what yeah. you're saying. So yeah. it's a very personal thing. Very personal thing. Okay, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. And um, 
And Johnny, as far as you're concerned, um, you are from India, but you hold a Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it always that way? Did you did you start out as Hindu and then become Christian, or have you always? Uh, was there a point at which you came to know the Lord? Yeah, so uh, I was raised in a Christian family. Um, so essentially, my parents were both uh, Christians, and their parents were also Christians. So as far as I can remember. Tracing back in my family history, there is a line of uh, Christianity, if you will. But um, I would say there was an encouragement from my parents because they were both evangelical Christians. Okay. Um, there was an encouragement from them that I should determine whether I am a follower of Christ or not. So in that sense, uh, maybe slightly different from um, what Ananth is saying. Um, but India has a long history of Christianity um, dating all the way to the first century. Um, the legend has that the disciple Thomas came to, to India, and he actually came to the state that I'm from, which is the state of Kerala. And so there is Christianity going all the way to the, the early century. Okay. Now, now it is, is it true? It is, uh, Hind- is Hinduism the dominant religion in India? What is, the, right. make, what is the percentages? Do, do you, either of you guys know? Uh, yeah, I don't know the exact percentages, yeah. but yeah, I think uh, Hinduism is probably the highest population. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Christians are like less than 2%. Okay. Um, that's including Catholics and Protestants. That's uh, Christianity in general. I think uh, Islam is probably in the 10 to 15% right. range. So Hinduism is about 80%, and then you've got all these other religions. Okay. Kind of up the rest. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so my guests today are Ananth and Johnny. We're here talking about Hinduism and Christianity. I think this is important, you know, as we rub shoulders with people throughout the city and throughout our culture to be able to better get an understanding of where people are, are coming from. And I think the most important thing we can do is uh, treat each other with respect, be able to have uh, good conversations. And uh, ultimately, we're all, I think, pursuing the same thing. And that is, hey, what is the truth? We do have disagreements about what we believe. Hinduism is the third largest religion in the world. According to the Pew Research Center, as of 2010, there were over one billion Hindus worldwide. Now, 99% of them live in Asia and the Pacific. In the USA, there's about a million seven hundred ninety thousand Hindus. They they make up about 0.6% of the U.S. population. Now, that's still a lot of people. Um, I don't every day run into uh, people who adhere to the Hindu worldview, but um, it's something we need to be aware of, and uh, we all need to be able to uh, say, hey, why do people believe this particular worldview? We're going to be right back and we'll continue this discussion and try to get a better grip on what's going on with uh, the cow situation and what is the caste system and these sorts of things. Stay with us. We'll be right back. What do leading local restaurants have in common? They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. 
Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Add historic American beauty to your home today with genuine Amish furniture. It's built in the USA from solid cherry wood with a bourbon finish. Or choose alternative woods and finishes to accent your home's decor. You'll find it all at Tucker's Valley Furniture. For over 65 years, the Tucker family has served San Diego County. Still family owned, cash and carry, and Tucker's Valley Furniture. Two stores, both right across the street at Maine and Mollison in El Cajon. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. I will cast my cares on you. You're the anchor of my hope, the only one who's in control. I will Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. And you can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. My website is educateforlife.org. And if you like this show this evening, you can pick up a recording sometime in the upcoming week. We'll, we'll post it on our website. And you can also listen to it on the podcast, on iTunes, or you can check it out on our YouTube channel. And uh, thanks for tuning in here. My guests are Ananth and Johnny, uh, both who live here in San Diego, but both originally from India. And we're talking about Christianity and Hinduism. And Ananth, I kind of wanted to pick up um, the last segment. I started off by talking about this, uh, you know, this cow urine soft drink that's uh, being developed by some cultural group in India. And I just wanted to get your perspective on that. And uh, are they off base? Or, and what's the situation with uh, cows and, and Hinduism in India? Yeah, so... Uh so the first comment I want to make is that that specific news article that you're talking about, uh, Kevin, on uh, cow urine samples and uh, and making them soft drinks out of it. Uh, you know, I do. I am somebody who follows the news in India quite well, and I have friends there. And to be honest, I think that particular news article is probably not even in the mainstream discussions there. So it's okay. so much in the fringe. So I don't know anybody who knows anybody who knows anybody who actually drinks. And I don't even know if that has anything to do with. Uh, uh, being them being Hindu, Hindu or, or anything, anything yeah. else, yeah. So, so, so we I, don't have to worry about that coming to. Yeah, so I don't even know if that is some kind of a you know a prank uh, article or I don't know what it is. So oh, yeah. I cannot I, comment I, on it. I, at all. I don't think it is a prank article because um, I've looked it up quite several different times. Yeah. But but regardless, it is fringe. It's yeah. not something that's well well known. That is correct. Yeah. But coming to the other point that is sort of about uh, I think general cow uh, reverence and that being associated with uh, you know the Hindu way of life. Yeah. Uh, I can speak personally also, right? For me a cow is a sacred animal that i think of but okay. uh, uh, but uh, i am a vegetarian right so in some sense uh, i believe in uh, n- that no animal should be should be slaughtered especially for food okay but, now is that a te- uh, is that a hindu teaching specifically that that uh, is that your personal view or is that an actual hindu teaching that no animal should be slaughtered i'm just curious to yeah know. so so uh, so one thing that i want to say so that for me that is uh, actually a, a religious context in which that i don't uh, eat any any meat uh, but it is not really hinduism at large but a particular subsect of hinduism that i belong to that in addition to other things hindu it also believes in 
you know, uh, vegetarianism, basically. Okay, and and can you tell for our listeners what is the type of Hinduism that you are a because there's a lot of different types. Is that correct? Correct. correct. Okay, so what particular uh, sect are you a part of? So, uh, so the specific uh, sect that I'm talking about is uh, is called uh, the the Vaishnavite Iyengar. Uh, which is a sect that uh, uh, you know believes in, among other things, uh, among other specific views of uh, w- you know relation of the human to God and things like that. Sure, it also believes in uh, uh, you know sort of treating uh, uh, meat eating as a sort of taboo. Okay. Any meat eating, right? Okay. Any 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 uh, meat products. Yeah. Now you sent you sent me an article on this. For those listening, if you'd like to look up this particular type of Hinduism, I believe it's spelled V I S H I S H T A D V A I T A. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. It's called Visistadvaita. Okay. Again, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. A long gonna, one. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty hard. But um, okay. So so as far as cows are concerned, uh, what what um, I, I again I've just looking on YouTube and some other things, they have some videos in India and there are cows walking the streets. I had, uh, tell me if this is true or not. I had a friend of mine tell me that he, he's an international business and he was over in India. He was, he was driving out in a very rural area. And he said that as he was driving along, he had um, a guy that was with him telling him where to go, kind of a guide. And uh, cows were actually blocking the path and he he went to honk the horn and the fellow said you can't do that um that's actually uh he actually told me and may- maybe he was exaggerating that this is potentially that the rural people could potentially come after them for honking at the, the cows is that true is yeah that- i i can't believe that's true because yeah. i personally driven in india through rural sites yeah cows blocking and i've honked uh, had to get the and cows out yeah it's not okay. an issue okay so the only thing that I want to add before I let uh, you know Johnny add some thoughts to this, I'm yeah. sure he has exposure to this too. Sure, is that for me personally? Again, you know, uh, you know, when I grew up, my grandma and granddad in their yeah. village they had a cow shed and we had cows in our home, yeah. and that's where we used to get our milk from. Uh, and so, milk being a primary source of uh, food uh, for us, the source of food that we consume uh, is really more the milk rather than the. The, the, the meat of the cow itself. Sure. So therefore, for us, um, slaughtering the source of milk uh, is, is different from slaughtering some other, uh, uh, you know, m- meat. So that's probably one. And also in a lot of the Hindu s- uh, scriptures, uh, the cow as an animal. And, and one thing that I want to say is that my view, Hinduism is what you can call as a pagan uh, uh, religion, right? Where, the, where uh, you know, natural, uh, uh, you know, nature's, components right like trees and sky sure, and rain sure. and water they all have different uh, aspects of being associated with uh, with with religion and god so cow is symbolized as a, a, a you know a symbol that represents source of food uh, primarily from the milk giving point of view uh, and that's how it some people think of it as uh, uh, you know motherly uh, attributes to it uh, so that probably raises the emotions a little bit uh, on this but I, okay and i i had a um, and johnny i'll let you speak to this too but uh, I had somebody tell me one time, and uh, this is kind of a funny thing, but I, I talk to people I'm wherever I go, but I actually called up to get help 
from a uh, back when I had a Microsoft computer. I called up to get help and the guy had an Indian accent mm-hmm. and he said to me, he said, hey, where are you from? We were waiting for my computer to boot up or whatever. And I said, I'm in San Diego. And I said, where are you from? And he said, I'm from India. And I said, oh, wow, that's cool. And he, he, we talked a little bit about the weather and everything. But then I said, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? I said, uh, are you Hindu? And he said, yeah, I am. And I said, I've always wondered why, what, why Hindus revere the cow. And he said to me, well, part of it is because we believe that our ancestors are actually live in the cows. Is that is do some sects of uh, Hinduism actually believe that too? I I don't know anybody. I'm not. This is the first time I'm hearing that. Okay, uh, uh, boy, we've got a lot of firsts here. For it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's okay. So so uh, Anath, do you believe in reincarnation? Uh, yes, I do personally. I do. You do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there is a possibility that a person is I don't know reincarnating in some form to animals or whatever. Is that right? Is that that's the belief, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. that's the belief, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, um, and then as far as what I'm saying, and your, your familiarity with Hinduism, did you run into Hinduism a lot, Johnny, when you were in India as growing up as a kid? Yeah, so, you know, pretty much growing up in India, I would have, you know, because of the 80% Hindus yeah. uh, statistic, in your know, classes, you would have, a bulk of the classes, classmates are Hindus. Hindus, uh, Muslims, Christians, you know, it's a, a mix of them, so. Sure, uh, I, I guess from a specific comment about the cow, it is true that Indian streets in general do have a mix of not just cars on the road. <laughs> the streets yeah. are really, really busy. And yes, if you have a cow on the road, then you would be careful about you know how. Now, do people push the so. cows out of the way if they're there for too long? Or do they just say, hey, we're going to hold up traffic? Does that, does that happen at all? Or what do you think? A mix of both, I mix think. Of yeah. both depending yeah. on where yeah. you're yeah. at yeah. and, and yeah. what you know what's going on, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so um, let's say we leave the, the 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 wild bisons in Yellowstone alone more often than the cows. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I don't think you're allowed to do anything to them. Exactly. Right. Any so, of the wildlife. So. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. We we used to have a whole kind of. What did they say? We used to have like 300 million buffalo in America. They're all gone. Right. That's not taking care of your animals. Um, so, okay. So I wanted to talk about a couple other things too. Um, we're going to be coming, we're coming up on a break here in about a minute or so, but, uh, my guests th- t- this evening are Ananth and Johnny. They're both from India, uh, working here in San Diego, been here for over 20 years, known each other for 20 years. Uh, and we're talking about Hinduism and Christianity. We're kind of contrasting the two perspectives. When we get back, I want to ask you Ananth, kind of about the main drivers of Hinduism. Like what is the purpose of life? Uh, what, what do Hindus generally believe is going to happen after they die? What, what is the main God of Hinduism and, um, and what does it mean for a person when they, when they join Hinduism, how is that going to change their life from going from not, not Hindu to Hindu? How does their life goals and ideas and and the way they live change? So we'll be right back and uh, stay with us. We're having a great conversation here and uh, we will, we will be right back. Talk to you soon. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. 
How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. Not all home inspections are created equal. Joe DeMars and his team at Housemaster have performed inspections in San Diego for 22 years plus and performed over 10,000 inspections for commercial, multiple family, apartments, and residential. Call before you buy or sell. You'll have confidence knowing the true condition of the property. Call 619-660-7866. San Diego.housemaster.com. Home inspections done right. Guaranteed. 619-660-7866. I'm giving it all away. No more hiding. No more stalling. I hear you calling me. Thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego, every Sunday, 4 to 5 p.m. And tonight we're talking about Hinduism and Christianity. And um, we're honored to have Ananth in the studio with us this evening. He is a practicing Hindu, um, although he would tell you that he's not an expert on Hinduism. It's something he grew up in with his family uh, in India, and he's an uh, engineer uh, now in San Diego. And Johnny, also from India, uh, who is a Christian. And um, so, Ananth, I wanted to start the, uh, this segment by just asking you, um, what are the major beliefs of Hinduism for our listeners uh, what does it mean uh, regarding God? Who is God? In Christianity, which uh, many of our listeners are very familiar with, uh, you have God as Yahweh. Uh, he created everything. And um, ultimately, he's a, he's a judge. And uh, he's very independent from, from uh, you, meaning uh, you would never in any way say that, um, that I am God. He's very independent. And my understanding from Hinduism is that uh, from, for depending on the sect of Hinduism, uh, it's very more holistic as in God is in everything to a certain extent. Um, can you explain about that and the, and, and so forth? Sure. So I think, um, uh, again, I want to explain this from my own, uh, evolution as, uh, as, a, as a Hindu. And I think in that I will represent uh, many of the other Hindus as well. I think, uh, um, Fundamentally, I think uh, the the basic belief in Hinduism is that God is the one that you know creates everything in the world, uh, you know uh, runs everything, and then uh, uh, you know even responsible for destruction of things. Uh, and so this can apply to human birth, uh, life, and 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 death and rebirth and so on. Now, does this have to do with like Brahman and Shiva? No, no. Shiva and, all, no almost all of uh, the Hindus believe. That uh, you know everything around you uh, is is by God, uh, right? So the the design is all by God. Okay. Uh, and the only differences come into play that uh, that some people believe. Uh, uh, you know, when we when Hindus say God, uh, some Hindus uh, uh, have completely different aspects of God. Like for example, they would think of one God called uh, uh, you know uh, Brahma, who is the creator of the world, hmm. and a uh, Vishnu who is the uh, protector of the world and Shiva, who is the destroyer of the world. So there are some lot of people and including myself when I was growing up, used to think there's are three different gods uh, to will. But really after, as, as time goes by, you start to realize that these are just three different manifestations of 
the same underlying god so it i think when somebody spends more time reading hinduism they understand that god the word god is just has many many manifestations some people call them incarnations but i think of them as they're just giving a name to one particular aspect of what we think is uh, is is supernatural i see what you're saying okay yeah. okay yeah. so that is one but uh, again uh, at various levels of association of the individual versus the god um uh, it is true that specifically on that uh, uh, the subsect that i belong to that you re- referred to before vishistha advaita the philosophy is that uh, uh, there is really uh, uh, three aspects to the world one that is uh, god and the other one is uh, me as myself the living entity and the third part is the non living uh, so called you know sentient world uh, which has you know my body would be something that doesn't have life so it is truly a belief that these are three parts of the same underlying thing and it's just that th- me as a human individual and my body and everything around me depends on god but it is not different uh, from it so these are three attributes of almost the same same thing Mm, interesting right? yeah so for example the the analogy that somebody would say i mean a very simple analogy would be if you say uh, you know uh, henry is a tall and clever person so the clever is also associated with the same person tall is also associated with the same person henry the name is also associated with the same person but these are three different aspects of a fundamental person. So that's the sort of the analogy to so say. When, so when somebody talks potentially about Brahman, Vishnu and Shiva, yeah. it's it, from your perspective it's it's essentially just describing the different uh potential characteristics characteristics or manifestations of that particular god. That is right, including me. I'm also a manifestation you of are the a god. Manifestation. of god as well. Oh, now now would you say that you are independent of him also or are you you, no, you are one with him? One with him. dependent okay. dependent okay. on him that's actually more 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 to say okay. i'm trying to distinguish here between what a christian's perspective yeah. would be and what a hindu's perspective would be yeah. because for some of what you're saying you know uh makes sense in christianity in the sense that um i would say i am a cre- i am a creation of god but i would not say i am one with god uh and so i'm just trying to distinguish yeah. uh how we view things differently yeah. um because I, so as a as a christian i would say i make independent decisions from a god and i am not a manifestation although i am made in god's image but when i say i'm not, i'm made in god's image it doesn't mean i'm a manifestation of him it means i have some of the same qualities that he has that's what i'm speaking to as a christian but but there's a it seems like there's a little bit further of a step there in hinduism that is correct so yeah. in other words i uh i am a particular instantiation or manifestation of of god right so i am not all of god but uh, everything that i am is part of god so all me and my fellow human beings the whole world that i can perceive around me living and non living are all part of the same god so the god uh, is uh, seen and perceived in different different ways each of them may be incomplete but together they all complete Okay, now this makes uh and Johnny jump in if you have something you want to say. Yeah, actually yeah. I was uh, yeah. um I noticed that Anand used the word dependent on him, mm. right? So in a certain sense, I think Christians we are also dependent on God by yeah. all, you know, every sense of the word we would say yes and amen to that. However, 
there is this distinction that we have between us and God. And I'm actually curious if um, in some fashion, you know, is it just semantics we are talking about here? Or are you really saying enough that you are part of who God is? Um, so can you maybe clarify on that? Yeah, that's, that's can, a good question. Yeah. yeah. So I think, uh, again, so here, uh, one more thing that I want to say is that, uh, you know, Hinduism has a very, very large spectra of people. So I know of philosophies which actually draw a clear distinction between, you know, uh, uh, individual and the God, right? Even the question of whether you have free will or not. Mm. Uh, So there is actually a large range of Hindus who have different beliefs on that. My my personal subsect that Visistha Advaita, we believe that we are truly a part of God. Mm. And in fact, mm. even my the only thing that is not there is my realization of it. So even if I don't realize it, I'm still part of God. I see what you're so saying. the only evolution spiritually for me is for me to realize that I'm actually part of God. And of course, we take it one step further. My subsect takes it one step further that even the... Um, even the ability to realize God is decided by, by God, right? To some <laughs> okay, extent, yeah. we take it to that extent where we say that, hey, you know, this, the truth is that I'm part of God, whether I realize it or not. Mm. And when I realize it, all I need to do is give a surrender. So I surrender myself to, to the fact that I am part of God. Mm. And that is what, you know, people call it as, uh, you know, salvation, if you will. Sure. Yeah, that realization, the knowledge. Now, okay, uh, did you get so the you're essentially saying the the eventual state of where you get to a point of realizing that you are God yes is salvation that's correct okay we're we're coming up on a break here we have about uh, uh, we have two segments left after this one so we're having a great conversation here I have a feeling what's going to happen is we're going to run out of time and we're we're not <laughs> we're going to wish we could talk more but that's okay we'll be right back my guests are Ananth a Hindu from uh, India. And Johnny, a Christian from India. We'll be right back. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at ExpressFixCoffee.com. There's got to be more than going back and forth From doing right to doing wrong Cause we were taught that's who we are Come on 
Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. And you can stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. My website is educateforlife.org. We've got all kinds of classes on my website. You can learn all about Hinduism and Buddhism and Mormonism and Islam. All kinds of uh, lessons there. They've got uh, pictures and slides and, and PowerPoint and everything. It's fantastic. So I hope you'll stop by my website if you get a chance. My guests tonight are Ananth and Johnny, both from India, uh, but Johnny is a, follows the Christian worldview and Ananth follows the Hindu worldview. And right now what we're doing is just having a polite discussion, contrasting the differences and getting a better understanding of one another. So I wanted to pick up, uh, Johnny, by letting you just kind of um, expand on the point Ananth was making uh, here between the differences between uh, Christianity and Hinduism. Yeah, the, the one thing that uh, is fascinating, Ananth, uh, to, to listen to what you have to say one thing that immediately struck me in terms of maybe contrast between the Christian worldview and, and the Hindu worldview is um, uh, from a Christian worldview, God, the creator, is distinct from us, uh, the created beings. And Christianity is really about a relationship between God and his creation that was um, affected by sin and salvation is essentially restoration of that relationship. But it is at no point in time one of complete merging, if you will, or uh, somehow uniting the two, um, that uh, God is distinct from uh, his creation. Yeah. Now so this, I think that, that is a contrast. I think that's a great point. And um, it's interesting that you said essentially salvation is realizing uh, that you are one with God. Whereas in Christianity, salvation is essentially realizing that sin has broken your relationship right. with exactly. God, yeah. and it's about restoring that relationship with God through right. Jesus Christ right. uh, dying for your sins. Right, and it's, it's almost like um, it's two entities now having perfect harmony in their relationship, which was there in the beginning, um, but then was broken and yeah. now is restored. Um, so that's one contrast that kind of uh, stood out to me when yeah. An- Ananth was uh, talking. But I also wanted to say in terms of similarities, um, in terms of God being the creator, everything coming from God, um, God having various character attributes to him, um, God being the creator, God being the sustainer, um, you know, all those, the, the Christian, um, the Bible talks about God's various attributes. And so we have... Uh, various facets of God's character revealed to us. Um, and I think in that sense, there are, you know, I could see some similarities between uh, sure. what was said there. So. Sure. Uh, and you were talking about how there were other contrasts. Um, but I wanted to ask you, uh, Ananth, specifically, so what is it about Hinduism, other than being brought up in it, that attracts you to it? Or what is it that, so for me, I'll just, contrast my own situation is I grew up in a Christian family and certainly my Christian family has an influ- has had an influence on me being a Christian. But there did come a point in my own personal life where I was meeting friends at school who were all these different religions. And I thought, well, gosh, how do I know which religion is true? And so for me, I started to explore that and go, I need to, I need to have some objective criteria by which I determine uh, this is the right path. Uh, especially in Christianity, it matters so much that you choose the right path. I, I'm not sure as much of Hinduism. My understanding is uh, they're more accepting of multiple diverse viewpoints. 
but what what is it for you that um, keeps you Hindu and has kind of uh, caused you to go? You know what? This is this is what I think is true. Yeah. So I think um, first of all, I think uh, my my general opinion is that uh, you know a choice of uh, what religion, what faith uh, path you have to choose is such a complicated task that for somebody to actually do the analysis, I think one has to follow multiple religions, uh, you know, deeply for many years, mm-hmm. and then finally come to the conclusion of which one is better than the other. So there's a practicality associated with selecting uh, uh, you know a religion to to follow, and therefore that practicality ends up uh, with people like me using, you know, taking shortcuts like, you know, family and, you know, so in some sense it also provides access to the information, uh, right? I mean, so the access to Hindus is is more, I mean, in fact, even in, among Hinduism, um, I have greater access to my subsect of people and the, and the practices that are there. So it is just that practicality that is, that, that, you know, that actually uh, influences more than anything else. That's a really valid point that you're making there. Simply because I believe that any religious philosophy, right? I think if you make the assumption that all of them have been well thought through over many, 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 many years, and uh, there will be uh, flaws, but then one has to study them. It takes a lot of time for you to fully analyze and form your own opinion. But wouldn't you say that uh, for some, it takes less than others? So for example, uh, if we were to look at cults that are started, and you look at something like what happened a, a few years back, well, quite a few years back, up in Rancho Santa Fe, all these people thought they were going to get on the Hale-Bopp Comet uh, wearing Nike shoes. I mean, for me, I would very quickly assess that and go, nah, I don't think so. You know, or if somebody said the moon was made of green cheese, um, we can pretty quickly assess and make a decision without having to spend years and years evaluating whether the moon is made of green cheese. If somebody were to teach me that, I would go, Sorry, I'm not going to be a part of that religion. Uh, the evidence is overwhelmingly against that particular position. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I agree with you. There are some things that you can, uh, you don't have to try them for long before you rule them out. Yeah. So com- coming back to the, your specific question, I mean, just as a background, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Johnny might say this too, but uh, I, in India, even though the percentage of Christians is uh, very small, right? I mean, less than 5%, as Johnny was saying. Sure. I went to a Christian school. I studied in a Christian school. Right. So my mom went to a Christian school simply because the nearest good quality school that was available was run by, uh, you know, people of Christian uh, uh, faith. And we had the prayers every day. Um, And so I had absolute access to to Christianity as well. But because of my own, uh, you know, the time when I had access to uh, Christianity, I probably did not believe strongly in any uh, religion. As a result, I did not get exposed to aspects of Christianity that would quickly draw me into it, right? So I actually found more commonalities, the beliefs that at those times I did not spend time about separating me and God. And it was more like, sure, y- you have to do good things. You should not commit sins. That was seems like a common thing to all religions from my point of view. And so therefore, while I was comfortable in going to the church and feeling meditative and actually, you know, feeling, uh, uh, you know, good about you know, going to the church. Yeah. Uh, I didn't feel the need to jump in because it, I did not get access to. Because it wasn't going to change much the way you lived as far as being good. And that's right. And know. I didn't have a specific problem in my case. I know there are a few of my friends who used to be Hindus who actually changed to the Christianity. I know people who have converted to. And uh, some of them had uh, some social problems mm. that they somehow attributed towards uh, uh, Hinduism. Like, for example, I had a friend whose uh, 
father was an alcoholic just b- b- very bad alcoholic mm. and in fact uh, you know his his wife was my biology teacher in school one fine day she she and her my friend came and said that we have converted to christianity because they believed of course this is after i met them after you know a, a year they said that um you know according to them you know uh, the uh, the my friend's dad uh, had jesus visit him uh, uh, you know i i don't understand what it is but he stopped drinking mm. and so that was actually an example of a case where uh you know i i'm also used to people who have converted to christianity sure, sure. it's just that i was not exposed to any such uh, uh you know i would call it miracles if you will i hear what you're saying yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense well um we got one more segment left and we're going to continue this line of discussion uh just continuing to ha- to understand more about hinduism and where anath is coming from personally and johnny as well and uh, we'll be right back Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. I will Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're back here. We're on AM 1170 The Answer in San Diego. And uh, you can stream the show all over the world at am1170theanswer.com. My website is educateforlife.org. I'd love to have you go check it out. Visit me on Facebook. Visit me on Twitter. And uh, just share with me your thoughts and ideas about the show. Uh, I want to make the the show informative, helpful, and uh, educational, and uh, a good time also. My guests tonight are Ananth. He is from India. He's a Hindu. And also Johnny. He's also from India. Uh, and a Christian, but they both live here in San Diego, been here for quite a while. They're engineers working over at Qualcomm. And I just thought it'd be great to have a, a discussion about Hinduism and Christianity on the air here. So Anant, I wanted to pick up kind of where we left off. We were talking about why you decided to be a Hindu instead of say a Christian or a Buddhist or anything. And uh, a lot of what you shared was very uh, insightful to me. And I think a lot of people are dealing with kind of a similar situation to yourself is that Hey, it takes a lot of time to figure out, hey, what is the truth in regards to this? And so kind of the question I wanted to throw at you was, at what point in time for you does logic um, come into play regarding your decision to be, you know, some people will say, hey, this is all about faith. You can't prove or disprove religion. And uh, is that the position you hold? Uh, How do you feel about logic and and would there ever be a point in your life where you would say, you know what, I'm not sure about Hinduism anymore, or is it kind of something you've kind of said, yeah, this is what I'm going to do, and 
and this is where I'm at and my family is. And so this is, this is what I'm going to believe in. Yeah. So I think that's a good question. I mean, um, uh, to be honest, uh, first of all, I don't think I'll spend too much time uh, using logic to make my choice to be a Hindu because I've also not used logic to rule other things out. Uh, but off late, uh, I would say, you know, over the last maybe uh, five years, I think I've spent a little bit more time uh, to think logically about the the philosophy behind what I follow, mm. which I think is a little different from the, the religion. I, I draw a distinction between the philosophy uh, of life according to some of the, you know, the, my teachers, right, in, in this Visistha Advaita. Sure. Where it is true that scholars in those areas, they use logic. In fact, if you are to go to a college degree on, on this particular Visistha Advaita, uh, logic is actually one of the primary prerequisites for, for you to get scholarship on that area. So it is, so last five years, out of my own volition, I've tried to use uh, logic is th- thought about, I, I, I mean, but it's a little bit more academic exercise rather than a personal uh, evolution, thinking about how can, uh, 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 you know, how can um, me and God have this relationship? How can we be the same entity while at the same time I see diversity? Uh, uh, so that I, th- I think has uh, sort of aroused my intellectual curiosity quite a bit about saying how you can argue two entities are the same. Well, I also read about logic of some people saying it cannot be the same, right? There's philosophies in Hinduism that says everything that you see is unreal. It's all, the whole, whole world it's is unreal. It's all illusion. Illusion. But yeah. logically, that seems like to me, that is, uh, uh, it, I cannot accept that. Mm. Uh, I, I'd rather, for me, my mind accepts the logic of everything is real, but it's all connected. Hmm. So I'm I'm able to post that and so it's becoming something that's becoming more a part of your experience correct. as far as yeah that is right that is right yeah very, very interesting so but to be honest I'm not sure if I can I'll say that I logically get so deep into it and therefore uh, abandon something because I wouldn't even know what I'm abandoning it just seems like my logic would just taking me to different rationals and I start believing that now just to contrast this Johnny mm-hmm. in your own decision um, do you find that as a Christian that your belief system is logical, like logical. Absolutely. You do. Okay. Absolutely. So actually, I think uh, uh, this is maybe a similarity, at least with this particular sect of Hinduism that Ananth follows. Uh, uh, as a Christian, for me, um, sure, there is faith involved and faith the Bible belie- uh, defines as believing in something that you cannot see. So how can you believe in something that you cannot see unless there is some f- way in which um, you know, you've been brought to to believe in it. Um, so, um, so there is faith, but at the same time, there is objectivity to that faith. So, as a Christian, um, for instance, one of the first things that and I would when point you say to, objectivity to that faith. Uh, so, so I'm just yeah. going to define that right now, very yeah, simply okay. put. The number one thing I would say is the objective proof of the resurrection of Christ. That is something I can go back in history and I can uh, talk about a person, Christ who died, who was buried, and who rose again. Now, perhaps there would be different opinions about that in, you know, when you look at historians and whatnot, but um, I believe the overwhelming evidence is uh, pointing to the fact that that was real. So objectively, the resurrection of Christ is a key aspect of my faith. And then subjectively, uh, there is a daily experience that I cannot deny, where I do have a relationship with God, and uh, note that I use the term relationship, uh, um, where I talk to him, I um, grow in my faith, if you will, um, as a result of that relationship. 
being more and more real as I progress in life. So there is that those two aspects, if you will, um, that I'll point out. Perhaps there are more things that can be talked about, but those two aspects of um, uh, what I would say objective proofs mm. um, essentially form a, a basis for logically why faith or believing in something that I cannot see is rational and reasonable. Yeah. I Well, I think it's so important. You know, I think it's kind of like, uh, well, Anant, what you were saying that we have so much going on in our lives. I mean, we have families. I got three kids at home. You know, I got, I'm going to get home and I, I got to help out around the house. I'm working, doing all these different things. We got family events to go to on the weekend. And it's easy to 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 let the big questions of life, uh, where did I come from? Why am I here and where am I going? It's so easy to let those just get pushed to the side and we're just consumed with do, 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 do. And uh, American culture is so uh, set on achieving materialistic goals. Got to get the new car, got to get the bigger house, got to get the next vacation. And so what happens is some of the deeper, deeper issues of life just get pushed to the bottom, they get squished. And yet a lot of those we don't realize are like, driving the way we live you know uh if if we believe that after we die we just become dust well then we're going to have a philosophy of hey you only live once might as well grab as much as i can right on the other hand uh c.s lewis very famous christian author said he who he who um thinks most of the next world does the most for this world and i think there's a lot of truth to what he's saying there i mean if you believe that there's going to be uh, particular consequences after we die that are dependent upon the way you live here. Well, that's going to change the way you live here. And so I think for all of us, um, it's really uh, important that we think at a deeper level on these issues than a lot of us have done. And so if you're out there and you're listening to this conversation and you're thinking, geez, I don't know, I don't know which one's right. um, You know what I would encourage you to do is I'd encourage you to pursue answers and take the time, take some time out to actually study. I respect Anant for, for what you're doing and that you're actually looking deeper into, into things and, and, uh, you know, trying to draw some, some conclusions here. And I I believe that we can find objective truth. I, I think, uh, you know, we, we may not figure everything out, uh, uh, of course, but I do believe there's a lot that we can figure out. And, uh, so, um, you know, I really wanted to thank you guys for being on the air this evening. Thanks Anant for, for being here. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It, happy, to, happy to talk to you and Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. yeah and when we didn't get in a fist fight or anything. We're all happy, <laughs> you know, right? So, yeah. so we're good. Um, I want to leave uh, our listeners with just a couple verses. Uh, these are really cool. Proverbs 14, 15 says the simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. First uh, John four, one says, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. And then the last one I'll leave you with, uh, one of my favorite ones here, uh, it says, one of my favorites, I can't find it. (laughs) So uh, it says, uh, test everything, hold fast to the good, reject the bad. And uh, that's a great place to end. So thanks for being with us this evening. We'll be back next week, 4 to 5 p.m. on AM 1170, The Answer. My website's educateforlife.org. Have a great night. 
Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, a regular feature on AM 1170, The Answer. Learn more about Kevin and his work online at his website, educateforlife.com. That's educateforlife.com. You'll find great resources, ideas, and even video classes there to help you grow and understand what in the world is happening. Encourage your friends to listen for great guests and intelligent analysis of the stories that shape our lives. Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, exclusively on AM 1170, The Answer. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be. 